When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's after midnight and she's on your phone Saying come over cause she's all alone I could tell it was that bitch by your tone So why is she calling now after so long? Now what is it that she wants? Tell me, what is it that she needs? Did she hear about that brand new dick that you just got for me? Cause y'all didn't have no kids. Didn't share no mutual friends. And you told me that she turned trick when y'all broke up in 96. What you gonna do when you can't say no? When the feelings start to show, boy, I really need to know. Uh, How you gonna act? How you gonna handle that? What you gonna do when she wants you back? What you gonna do when you can't say no? When the feelings start to show, boy, I really need to know. When, how you gonna act? How you gonna handle that? What you gonna do when she wants you back? There's no need to reminisce about the past. Obviously, cause that shit did not last. Fuck her, no other woman will try to game you. So don't get caught up because, baby, you'll lose. Now, what is it that she wants? Uh, Tell me, what is it that she needs? Did she hear it? Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. I'm your host, Solomon Ray. That was a beautiful rendition of Case of the X by Maya, which goes off. It really fucking shout out to Maya. She's still alive, but still shout out to Maya. Like, like that beat goes hard, bitch. It goes, it went hard back then and it goes hard right now. And it's going to go hard tomorrow. And in another 10 years, the girls nowadays wish, bitch, bitch, when I tell you, when did that that song come out? 2000. Where was I in 2000? I was like in seventh grade, maybe sixth or seventh grade. One or the other, bitch. I don't know. All I do know is we had these like exercise poles, like sticks, not even sticks, like these little things that you hold anyway bitch they were like like flagpole things when i tell you me and my homegirls went out into the playground and by playground meaning the dirt and we was kicking up dust and just giving off maya bitch if y'all have seen the music video you know what i'm talking about bitch if my homegirl dashe is listening to this right now shout out to dashe because she knows good and goddamn well what we was doing when we listened to Case of the X by Maya. When I tell you we was kicking up dust 
in the and on the playground in the field just giving off my uh rolling in the just had no like just being kids really <laughs> but like we really thought we was maya bitch i still think i'm maya till this day you know what's really crazy and this is not to be shady it's really not to be shady please hope this is going to come off really shitty but it's not meant to be shitty but sometimes i rewatch these videos i was like bitch she ate she ate she ate and then i rewatched the video and i'm like the choreography is not that complicated. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really wasn't, like, it just looked like she was eating. And she really was, she actually was eating, but, like, it wasn't given off, like, Janet Jackson pleasure principle or, like, you know, it wasn't given off like that, bitch. It was just, like, you know, she just out in the the dust, in the sand, and she's just kicking up dust. But we're like, oh, bitch, did you see how the way she kicked that dust, bitch? Eat, Maya. Eat. Grammy award-winning Maya, by the way. So you got to put some respect on her name. Um, you know who really did eat? And I can re-watch this video a million and one times. And, um, and like, I watch this video time and time again, and I'm like, it gets better and better and better. I recently played this video to Serena, and she says, I've never seen this video. I said, this is, like, a gay, iconic video. Like, it's, well... I don't really know. See, I, I don't really know what, like, the white gays and their, like, world consist of. But I just know for the ethnic gays, this video, bitch, when I tell you, they... So, shout out to the ethnic gays, like, if you know what I'm talking about. But it's the... It, this video go. Say he wants you, say he needs you. It's real talk when Mano make him wait for you. He really wants you, he really needs you, he really got to have you. Dip it low, pick it up slow, roll it all around, poke it out, let your back roll. Pop, pop, pop that thing. Bitch, Christina Milian ate in this video. I know I only do one song, but like I probably should have done two songs because Dip It Low really. Bitch, if y'all have a chance, go watch the Dip It Low music video right the fuck now. The way she dip it, like literally she did a dip. Now, in the ballroom scene, and you know I'm not a big fan of that in general, but historically <clears throat> they're called dips. But you know the white folks, they call it like death drops and all this other like goofy shit. But it's called a dip. Like she really dipped it low, like dipped it like... The way this was catered to the ethnic gays, bitch. Christina fucking did her fucking homework. And she came ready to turn that assignment in and get an A. And she gets an A every fucking time. That music video is so lit. And then there's this part in the music video where Christina Milian is like basically in a room full of men. <laughs> and she's just surrounded by all these off all this trade like she's just really surrounded by trade like body trade gorgeous glistening bodied trade everybody just fine all these men is fine bitch and they over here just taking their turns twirling her on this little thing and they're dipping out like black oil or black paint on her and she's just like she's just like like oh she's like the, the bell of the ball <laughs> like it's really, I'm sure, problematic now to watch a scene like that. But 
it's really like inspirational. <laughs> like I would love to be in a room full of trade and they're just like, I'm the belle of the ball, bitch. You know, and that's I don't really even get down like that, but it just made me feel like, bitch, that's goals. Like I really want to achieve that in life. Like, I would love to go to a little sex party, and it's just full body trade, and they're just all into you. Like, that is really goals. Like, like some people have goals of, like, what do you want to do? I want to get my master's degree. I'm trying to get, bitch, I, girl, fuck that master's degree. I'm trying to get invited to a sickening sex party with nothing but trade, and they just twirling me on the thing, dr- dr- um, drowning me in oil and shit like that, and, like, I'm the belle of the ball. Like, that is really, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's going to be more memorable in life? A master's degree or that. Like, let's get real, guys. Like, when you're on your fucking deathbed, you're going to be like, what are some things that you're glad happened to you in life? You're not going to be like, oh, I'm so glad I got that master's degree. No, bitch. You're going to be glad that you went to that sex party and you was feeling like, like, you know, that girl... And Trey was twirling you around on like and pouring oil on you. You're going to be like, bitch, yes! Like, that is really fucking goals. So, shout out to Maya and shout out to Christina Milian because... They just really fucking shaped my youth, bitch, and my adulthood. They they really raised me. So shout out to them. Um, also, I want to give a shout out to the girls who've written and reviewed this podcast. Get into that transition. Um, on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. Be sure to... You can actually rate the, the podcast on Spotify and put like the little star. You know, you can only rate it but you can't write a review but you can write a v- review on apple podcast and this week we have a review from not yours and she says hey babe this is the only podcast i will listen to literally keeps me going while i am at work gives good advice about the coin niches solomon never change so thank you girl thank you so much our guy or they them um thank you for taking the time to write that review and shout out to the other 664 people who have rated and reviewed this podcast five stars if you didn't rate it five stars it's not this is not a shout out for you i think we've kind of established that now um what was i gonna say oh also before i get into the show i want to say i finally did it there is now a second like second part of this podcast that's going to come out twice a week Mondays and Fridays it is called rewatched and revisited it's a other part of this podcast where I just kind of revisit a series and that I love and rewatch it for a second time and talk about each episode in that series or that season for that series so this first season of rewatched and revisited i am revisiting and rewatching house of the dragon even though it just ended so i'm so right now there's only the first debut episode which i talk about episode one and the second episode will come out tomorrow on friday so be sure to listen to that if you are a game of thrones house of the dragon fan or even if you're not and you're kind of like on the fence of watching the show this would be like a great time to like you know bitch let's watch the show and you can watch it with me and every week you know tune in mondays and fridays to get like a recap and just you know because sometimes i'll be listening to some of these like game because i'm a nerd and i love nerd shit but like Nobody talks the way I do, if that makes sense. Like, I love goofy nerd shit, 
But when I listen to these podcasts, it be really not like I listen to them and I like them. Don't get me wrong. But like they'll just be like like they'll analyze like a show like I would listen to like some of the Game of Thrones podcasts. and They'd be like, yeah, you know, like it's really interesting that um, the history between Westeros and Essos is, you know, this kind of ancient civilization. And sometimes I just really want to know if like the Jets like it's just it doesn't speak to me because how I be watching television and how I be watching movies, I be like, now why the fuck that bitch do this? And like, fuck him. He's fine. But like, you know, it's just, there's a way that I process um, commentary in my head sometimes <laughs> that is not just unique to me, but it's unique to a group of us. So if you are someone who also loves like, sci-fi shit fantasy shit geek shit but don't really feel inclined to listen to those podcasts or those you know after shows check mine out see if you like it if you don't girl it's fine um but yes it is rewatched and revisited and the first season i'm watching for this segment of the podcast is house of the dragon um yeah, so check that out. You don't even have to do anything. It's already on the podcast. If you already subscribe to Solid Marie Podcast, it's already there, girl. So, um, moving right along. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, I'm a little emotional today. Hold on. These fucking cats. Y'all running around this goddamn house like fucking animals and banshees instead of the, the privileged domesticated felines that you are running around um, just running amok damn like where does this fucking energy come from y'all just be zooming just out of fucking like one one minute these bitches is asleep and just cozy and just paralyzed bitch can't even move bitch and then all of a sudden they just be spiraling just running up and down the damn hall Messing up my goddamn. I just, you know what? I'm gonna let them have their playtime because clearly they need it. Anyways, what was I saying? Um, I'm a little emotional today, but not like in a sad way, but like in a, um, like I'm very thankful and it's just I'm full of gratitude. Not like I'm not normally full of gratitude, but. You know, like, some things kind of, like, just hit you out of nowhere. You're just like, damn, bitch. Like, I'm really... I should be thankful for some things. And, like, not not say that I'm not, but, um, like, I'm very appreciative. Like, I've said this a, mo- a million and one times. Like, I'm thankful that, you know, like, people really love the products that I've, I work on. Like, I, I just realized it's two years that I started working on Saw Ray Beauty. And just started off with really a microneedling pen. And then the first actual skincare product was the collagen serum. And that was the only product for the longest. And now to have like a kind of semi fully fleshed out skincare line and having like loyal, avid buyers that who just constantly just, you're like, okay, I need another bottle of this or another, like, I don't want to, I mean, I know it's, what is that called? Um, Imposter syndrome. To where you don't, like, no matter how good you are at something, you'll never feel like you're good. And you just kind of, like, I know the products are stellar. I use them myself. And, 
but it's just weird because you're like, wow, people really like it too. You know what I'm saying? Like, not like you wouldn't, but I don't know. It's like a weird feeling. Like you're just, you feel like you don't deserve it. If that makes sense. Like you don't deserve the hard work that you put into, like you don't deserve like the people liking something that you worked hard at. You know, or it's it's weird. Trust me, it's weird. I've never. I won't understand it. I don't have time for therapy. I don't. I'm not doing it because <laughs> I'm not trying to open up that can of worms, bitch. <laughs> um, did I tell you how I was on like a dating website or like Hinge, and this guy was like on his little, you know, where you can write shit on Hinge. He was like, "I'll talk to you if you show me um, receipts or something that you're in therapy." I said, "Oops, swipe left. Nope, cancel. No thanks. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out. Get out." <laughs> like how dare you anyways um so i'm a little emotional for that but not like sad emotional so before i get into my week recap i just want to give a shout out to black people and pets the way and i'm i don't know really i hear that hispanic and latin families are similar i don't know but I just know for a 100% fact, the way black folks is with their pets, it is just, it, it honestly, it really warms my heart. It really is one of my, like, my favorite things to like watch videos on. Because we be talking to our pets crazy. But like you have to, like, but I don't hear it as this like very abusive way of, talking to our pets i literally just hear love like it's like the most highest like way you can show love i guess to your pets <laughs> like i don't know how to put it like i just be <laughs> like sometimes um uh, like literally just right now these cats ended up locking themselves in the bathroom which p- makes it panics me sometimes because i'm like I need to, whenever I leave, especially if I'm getting ready to go to Japan, I'm like, okay, so I need to figure out a way to keep the door open. They've already locked themselves in my bath, I mean, my bedroom one. So, like, now they're locking themselves in the bathroom. Like, not, like, locking, like, with a lock, but they be playing so rough sometimes that the the door just closes on them and they can't get out. So, it panics me. So, all of a sudden, I'm just chilling here. I'm just working. I just got a new iPhone. And so, I'm, like, transferring shit in the iPhone. And I'm like, where are these bitches? I don't hear nothing from them. And I'm, so I'm walking down the hall. I'm like, and y'all better be in this bed asleep. And, you know, I'm like, hold on, where are they? And then I opened up the bathroom door and I said, now how the fuck did y'all get in this goddamn thing? Like, that's, you know, but I was like concerned. But like, that's how, you know, like, I feel like black people, we just talk to our pets a certain way. And in my opinion, I think it's so sweet. And because we really do love our pets, we just, be talking to them crazy. <laughs> and I th- I know our pets understand it. Like, they know, like, they, you know, they're like, they don't, I they don't view it as like, wow, like, this is very, you know, colorful language, you know. So anyway, so shout out to us. Um, so what happened this week? I ended up going, what? Oh, Thursday. I ended up having dinner. So like once a month or so, me and my friend, um, him and I have dinner, and then we have, like, drinks, and then we might twirl a little bit, and um, he is the first person 
who well the, the first person i knew when i moved to new york so he he, he and i first knew each other through music like damn near fuck like 15 years ago and we worked on music together he lived in la at the time and that's when i was in california as well and so we just always had like this great bond um we always worked on music we've always had like each other's backs and like we're just good friends so needless to say um it's nice that we still like maintain this relationship and but it it, it made me think like um this last time i was like you know what i'm really proud of us like i'm really proud that here we are you know 15 years later we're one we're still friends but like you know like we're able to how can i say this without sounding like big-headed um but you know what? No, I'm not going to water it down because black and brown people, especially men, you know, like we should be able to congratulate ourselves at times, you know, within fucking reason, bitch. Don't be getting too quick carried away, you know, because some of the girls be doing too much. Like, fuck these bitches. But no, like, I'm really proud that, like, we started off in the same industry together and... We never compromised our art. We never compromised our talents. We never sold off our talents. And here we are, older men, and doing really financially well for ourselves, very stable, a little more than stable. And, you know, I'm, I'm proud of that. And the fact that we've still been able to maintain a, a good, close relationship, we laugh, you know, and it's like there's something to say about I don't know how to put it, like, you know, because I'll be 40 years old in about four years. So just kind of getting to this area in my adulthood to where I'm comfortable with not being an elder in the community, if that makes sense, but just kind of being like, I've been there, I've done it, you know, I don't know how to put it. Like, I don't know how to really verbalize this, but just kind of encroaching on this area in my adulthood to where I can look back and be thankful of that 20-something-year-old boy who made tons of mistakes, but still found a way to carve out a space for him, for myself. And so did he. And then here we are, older, and... Not in this, because him and I would joke about, like, kind of getting older and, like, being, like, kind of washed up or, like, just whack or, like, you know, losing it and, like, just being, like, the only examples of men that we had at the time, like, oh, bitch, I don't want to be like that. I don't want, and so it's, like, for us to kind of still maintain our cool and, like, still be swaggy and still be, like, you know, cultured, well-traveled, have a little koinisha. And, you know, I just, I love that. You know, I love that. And I love, um, I know yesterday, um, after Takeoff was murdered, you know, a lot of people were like, you know, black men deserve to grow old. And I just love that idea of giving us 
that space and allowing us to, I don't know, there's something magical almost about it and, and very endearing to see. So I don't really know what I'm saying, but needless to say, um, it dawned on me over the last time him and I had dinner this past week. And I was like, you know, I'm really proud of us. Like, I'm really, you know, bitch, we're still here. We did it. And against all odds and against all the bullshit, like, we still, we're still here. We're kicking. And we're not just, like, alive. Like, you know, we're, like, thriving. And it's getting better each year. You know, like, each year is getting better. Um, I talked to this other guy yesterday, and he was like, you know, I used to think the same way. And he was like, and now I'm realizing each year gets better and better and better. It may not jump in huge um, increments, but each year gradually gets better. And he's like, I'm reaching this point where it's like, I'm happy. Like, I love the fact that I'm 40 and I'm I'm getting to that every year. It's getting better. Every year it's getting better. And I was like, I love that, you know? And... I especially love it for black and brown people. Like, I love that for us. Um, So, anyways, before I do get emotional, because, bitch, you know, I'm an emotional girl in an emotional world. So, I'm like, let me just close out on this statement and get into some shit to, like, change it. Because, bitch, you know, I'll start to get to crying, honey. Um, So, this past weekend was the Halloween activities, especially for the gays. But, like, let let me just say something. We can't, it should be illegal now to have four days of Halloween activities. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday can't just be Halloween. We got to, we got to, we need to come to the gay council and figure out how to limit this. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we it can't be that long. Um, I was going to dress up, but I was, I had two ideas in mind. And the last few years of Halloween, I've been dressing up as people who inspire me and um, typically either Latin or Hispanic, because Pablo Picasso is not Latin, but Latin or Hispanic men or black men that have inspired me in some capacity. And so... This year, I was, like, so excited. I was like, I'm going to do Juan Gabriel. Like, I'm going to wear his Bellas Artes, you know, what he wore during his concert at Bellas Artes. And I was like, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. So for the last few months, I've been like, wait a minute. This is a little bit more specific than I'm kind of accustomed to. Like, this, these are specific patterns, specific crystals, um, certain specific embroidery, certain tassels to recreate that jacket. You know, I was like, okay, so this is a little bit harder than usual. So I was going back and forth, trying to find things, talking to somebody who can help me make the jacket. Because I was like, if I can outsource somebody and just pay somebody to make it, that would be better. I was like, but that really wasn't working. So then I went down to the garment district and to like where there's tons of like, great beading and stuff, but, like, they still didn't even have what I needed, but even then, it was going to be, like, 1500 I mean, or $1,700 for me just for the beading, and I was like, girl, do I want to spend on that for something I'm literally only going to wear for, like, an hour, if that? I was like, you know what? That's not really where I want to spend my money, you know, and I just feel, <clears throat> and I'm happy about it because I am getting to a point to where I'm being a lot smarter and thoughtful, not frugal, 
but I'm more thoughtful of how I'm spending my money, which earlier on, I kind of was just more like throwing things, like just not even thinking. I was just like spend, spend, like didn't even look at nothing, like didn't even look at prices, just spent. And so now I'm like, you know what, $1,700 would I have loved to spend that on a costume? Of course, I will. Do I want to spend it on something I'm only going to wear for an hour? Not really. And then I got to thinking, I was like, bitch, you about to go to Tokyo in like 10 days. You know what I'm saying? The holidays is just around the corner. Bitch, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's things you're going to want to do. There's things that I'm investing in my companies as we speak. So it's like, this is not the best use of that type of money. Like, you could bet it's better to put it in something else. So, I didn't dress up. And then, my second um, idea, if I couldn't do Juan Gabriel, was Walter Mercado. And I was like, okay, this is going to be an easier one because I can just, it doesn't have to be super specific, but I could, you know, work. But then that was going to be hard because it's like a blonde wig and then even more jewels. And I was like, damn, like, no, I can't do it. So I didn't dress up this year and I just knew like, I don't want to, if it's not going to be stellar, I don't want to dress up. You know what I'm saying? Like me as a creative, like I love creating and putting things together, whether that be creating and putting music together, creating and putting costumes together, create like styling, whatever, like whatever it is, I like to put things together. That is where I find my peace, bitch. So I was like, no, if it's not going to be stellar and over Canova and Kant, I'm not going to do it because it's just not for me, you know? So I didn't dress up. Um, but I do, I think, I mean, I still want to eventually revisit this idea. It's just going to be, it's just so specific to Juan Gabriel. And when you start kind of dipping and dabbing and stuff like that you have it has the more specific it is and the more it's interpreted in a very authentic way the better the costume comes out if it's kind of like haphazard it's like oh girl like if you don't really eat you know what i'm saying you're not really eating and i'm trying to eat you know i was really proud of my um picasso that i did last year and the more i look back at my even my aladdin one I didn't realize how the girls were really inspired by my Aladdin costume that I did seven years ago. I was on this TikTok and I was on this TikTok. I was on TikTok, bitch. And I stumbled across this guy's, he was like, story time. This is how I was, um, my Uber driver during Halloween. I was really into the story time. And the whole time, bitch, I mean, he's dressed up as Aladdin, you know, that was his costume whole time bitch not even really paying attention to like his costume and then he's like talking about how like he put his um how he put his costume together and i was like it was like a replica of mine from seven years ago which was fabulous because it was like damn i didn't even know like my images circulated that much to um for people to want to emulate and then i was really proud because i was like i really um I like how I interpreted a typical 2D Aladdin costume and gave it dimension and gave it, like, glamour, where it wasn't just, you know, 
a purple vest and you know what I'm saying and a red hat. You know, I wanted to give it like some depth, some beadery, some embroidery, some texture. And with also my fabrics were really, really expensive. I remember that. That's one thing I do. The fabrics themselves were really expensive and thick and heavy. So I'm really proud of that. And the the thing is, I made that myself by hand. Um, I'm not, I don't know how to sew, but girl, I know how to glue. <laughs> I know how to glue, bitch. Um, I mean, I can sew a little bit, but not like, I'm not like a pattern maker. Mm-mm. I remember I took a pattern making class when I was like, how old was I? Like 1920 or something. And once I found out it was a lot of mathematics involved, I said, get me out of here. I think I, I went like two days and I was over it. But, um, yeah, I, I remember I made that costume by myself, by hand. I made all my costumes. But um, that was like kind of the first one I, I kind of went a little deep in. And then I made my boyfriend at the time's costume, too, in under an hour. And he was Jafar. Yeah, that is why I was in my parents' loft. We were getting, we flew in to San Diego. I don't know where, we went to a party. That's what it was. And I remember he wasn't going to dress up. Oh, I know exactly what happened. Damn, I'm really bad. I'm really horrible. Wow. We got an argument. (laughs) And it was really my fault. It was really my fault. I was really horrible. And anyways to kind of make up for it i was like well i'll make a costume uh, but but we ate we ate bitch we really fucking ate and i was so skinny um but yes yeah, so i didn't dress up but it is what it is but um this week not really talking about much um just some halloween shit basically i just really honestly not much but anyways moving right along Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So as I said, I'm not really talking about too, too much. Um, but I did see this story pop up of Northwest wearing a Michael Jackson smooth criminal hat. And the hat's like, I guess she they bought it for her for 4480 bucks, which, you know, sold by the family. So it's not like, you know, but it's wild to me how, like, how much access Kimberly Noel Kardashian has. It's just wild to me. And it's like... How can I put it? It's weird because you think someone like her, like Kim, who has all this money and has this um, lavish lifestyle, you would think because they're this upper class family that they would have like a little bit of cooth and they don't, which is also kind of endearing because most of us don't. You know, so you see this aspirational, rich-ass family who became rich by unconventional ways. And 
it is kind of like a reflection on us to where like, oh, I, I do that too. Oh, I also eat top ramen. Oh, I also, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it's always, it's all, it, it's like, you know, like when you see like rich ass white people and then do like white trash things and you're just like, wow, I keep forgetting. Like, yeah, you're, you're no matter how much money you have, you're still going to do white trash things like Britney Spears love Britney down to the ground, but it's, she's just a rich white trash person. And which is fabulous. Nothing wrong with it. It's just, that's just a fact of the matter. And or either I saw like um, what Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. They were like, "Oh, we re redesigned our home in Savannah." And I looked at the photos. I was like, "This is wild. <laughs> this is really fucking wild." Like I would never have thought that that's something that um, Jennifer Lopez that would be her style. It just did not. I was like, "This is wild." Like it gave. Not to not to be shady to the home goods girls, because I love home goods, but it gave like, you know those those people whose homes are like they'll put live, laugh, love on like a wall. I like it'll just it'll just pick some random ass wall and it'll be like live, laugh, love and like some flower like shadows or something on it. Like that's what the photos Jennifer I said, this is wild, Jennifer Lopez. You really must love this man. Like you have to love like, I couldn't never I wouldn't I wouldn't so, like that, I just could not wrap my head around that. Like that is wild. <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> oh my god, that shit was wild. But um, you know what? But if it makes you comfy and cozy, and that's your home, by all means, if you like it, I love it. But I was just like very stunned when she's like, "This is our we redecorate." I said, "Oh my god." Holy shit, what is going on here? And it looked, you know what it's you know what it looked like? Britney Spears' home. It really looked like Britney Spears' home. Like Britney's home decor is so it looks like a cheesecake factory. You know, like, and it's really no shade. I again love Britney. It's not to be a shady thing, it's just what it is. Britney's home looks like a cheesecake factory. And it just looked, and then Jennifer Lopez's Savannah home looked like a mix between a cheesecake factory and like, like, precious moments, Hallmark, home goods. Um, and actually, let me stop using because there are some cute things in home goods that you can really. But it looked like she furnished it. Everything was from home goods, bitch. Like it's just. It was wild. So, anyways, I don't even know what I... Oh, Kimberly. So, what I'm saying is, like, it doesn't matter how much... What I'm saying is, it doesn't matter how much money you have. It does not give you, like, an automatic amount of class. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not. And there's certain things, I think, just because you can buy something and just because you can obtain it, I don't think you like there should be some sort of like like because I do believe you can like art yes so here's the thing so when I was flying out the first time or was it the second time no it was the first time no the second time when we finally flew out to um, Egypt there was an auction for 
a bunch of um, Janet Jackson's clothing, memorabilia, just a bunch of shit. And I was in the, you know, on the flight and I was like research, not researching, but I was refreshing like the bids and stuff. And I wanted to bid on like something. And because I'm a huge Janet Jackson fan because I was like, oh, my God, this would be so beautiful. Like if I was able to get this shirt or like this thing from this music video or this piece of jewelry, I would put it in a shadow box and hang it. You know, like that's in my opinion, that's like an archival piece. Like that's I mean, that's like a piece of music history and like from an icon like that's how i would treat it and so i would just imagine if you're going to buy for only four thousand dollars like i'm not trying to like shit on four thousand dollars like it's not a lot of money but like that's it for four like that's like for them it's like really bitch girl northwest probably found that somewhere hidden in one of her like play purses you know and and, like she probably just got four thousand dollars in her pocket at any given moment you know what i'm saying like that's how much money these people have so it's really not even like an astronomical it's really so insignificant they probably don't even know what four thousand dollars like she probably doesn't understand what four thousand dollars means it's probably just like oh girl this is this is just like chump change child so if you bought the smooth criminal hat which is such an iconic music video. That lean bitch. Like, it's, I can't even, I don't even want to get into it because I could really ramble on. And when I tell you I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan, like, I can't get into it because even sometimes I get a little too emotional because I just don't like how everything, how everything from his family to the media, even to his fans, how he ended up being treated. I'm just not a fan. So I really don't like to get too deep into it. But bitch, that's an iconic piece of like American history. World history, honestly. If you really want to really keep it funky. But just to keep it simple, American history. Like the way that black man changed music, creating visuals, tours and and just the way he changed music video making with just that one video is wild and so for that to just be like some casual item like you just you know just it's just it is what it is it's just a piece it's just a hat and some people are like it's just a hat yeah it is just a fucking hat but it symbolizes so much and it's like Like, I ended up deleting certain portions of last week's episode. But, you know, there's... I was basically saying, like, sometimes people need their artwork back. Like, sometimes people need to own their things. Sometimes people need to have pieces to to know that you're human. To know, like, this is our society. Like, when you look at a snapshot of who we are as a society, we go back to the artist's contributions, And I'm not trying to shade teachers. I'm not trying to shade postal workers or nothing like that. But when you do snapshots of times in the past, it's always derivative off of, in my opinion, the contributions of artists. Whether it's 
a fashion designer, whether it's music, whether it's architecture, whether it's whatever it is, it's derivative off of, in my opinion, an artist. And so, like, these are things that, like, if you can just willy-nilly throw things away for a measly 4000 bucks, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, if, honestly, if I would have known that this hat would have ended up on that little girl's head with makeup on it for a Halloween fucking costume, I would have bought the goddamn hat myself and, and donated it and put it on loan to like the Smithsonian or something, or I would have given it to some, like somebody who's going to give it the respect that it needs. And it deserves. I know it sounds like OD to some people who don't have like strong connections to stuff like this. That's fine. But it's just really disheartening to see. Um, And they're like, Oh, it's just, it's just clothing. It's just clothing. But it's not just clothing. It's not like yo draws that are in the dirty hamper as we speak. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are parts of, you know, like they, they're auctioned off for a reason. You know, they're not chucked away at Goodwill, not to be shady, but like they're not. So I just wish that like, you know what I'm saying? If you were going to dress up as Michael Jackson, you could have just went on Amazon and bought a white hat you know for your child you could have you have all the fucking resources in the world she decorated her her home and all these like skulls and like they had like um all the people in the family like molded their hands and stuff and i was like this is just basically rich people running out of shit to do and just spending money which is fine you worked for the money it's yours spend it bitch there ain't nothing wrong with it but if you have the resources to basically change the structure of your home for Halloween decorations, you have the resources to replicate that hat. Instead, But you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's kind of like just like a slap in the face. And, you know, it's like, but it just, it drives me nuts because it it further reiterates this family has no actual talent or nothing to give to the world. Because... No musician, no artist, no actor, nobody who has an actual talent would be of possession of something like that and just be give it to their kid to rub makeup on and throw away at the end of the night for a Halloween costume. You know, like, I, I'm not convinced anybody with a talent would do something like that. But this family who doesn't have any real moral compass and just has no talent. And I know people argue, well, like, you know, running a business is a talent. (sighs) Hiring good people to help you run that business is not a talent. That's spending your money. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, I mean, it's not like a major big deal, but, it's just like, damn, like, first off, I just also want to know, like, how does Kim Kardashian have s- such access to things from a-, a black artist like that? Like, I just I just need things to be limited. I just need it to be limited. Like, Kim Kardashian's access to blackness and black culture, I just need it to just please limit it. I don't need her getting too deep. 
Now, we all love Marilyn Monroe. I feel like that's a white woman everybody kind of likes. You know, all right. That white woman destroyed that other white woman's thing. Okay, that's bad enough. I don't like that. But leave the black people alone. Leave us alone, Kimberly. Kimberly, please, just no more. Please, just stay away. Just destroy the white people stuff. Stay away from black shit, please. Like, and it's just like, it just further reiterates when it's like, just because you be fucking black niggas back to back to back and your kids is black, that just stay in your lane. Like, that's not your lane to come into. Just stay where you at. Destroy the white people stuff, please. Just don't don't come over here and not Michael Jackson. Michael, jo- bitch, I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> I can't even think about like Michael Joseph Jackson. I can't. I really like the amount of disrespect that this man has constantly endured since day one, since a child to even after fucking he's dead is ridiculous. And honestly, Kimberly, you need to be stopped. (laughs) You need to be fucking stopped. And it's like, Kimberly, I be rooting for you. We're all rooting for you. You know what I'm saying? That's like the fucking weird dichotomy about Kimberly. It's like, bitch, I be really fucking rooting for you sometimes. You know, like, I be like, damn, bitch. Like, I be really feeling bad for her. I'm like, damn, I can't imagine, like, waking up every day and, like, this show, baby daddy. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And then she has a really fabulous podcast trying to help, you know, people get out of jail. It's like, every, it's like I'm really rooting for you, Kimberly. Please, just leave. Just because you have the money, just leave it alone. Like, some of these things matter to us non-rich people. Like, some of these things, it's like, it gives us an identity. Like, that is a part of American history. And you just throwing it away, like, as a fucking spirit Halloween costume. The fucking disrespect. This man had so much fucking talent in his goddamn fucking pinky and his toe. Then you and your whole entire family combined will ever fucking have. Even even if even even for just a day. For a fucking hour. The amount of disrespect. I can't with you, Kimberly. I can't, I really can't with you girls. But anyways, moving right along, because I can't talk about Kimberly again. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. I'm a smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. All right, so now on to listener letters. If you want to write into the show, send it in to com. This week, we have a letter. Let me zoom in on this because I don't know where my glasses are. Okay. This is really small. I cannot read this. Hold on. I never got this shit prepared for y'all. And it's so embarrassing that I just be talking cash shit about not being able to see. And it's like, I have all this ample amount of time to really organize this podcast. And I don't. Okay. Bitch, I really... Why can't I fucking see? I, I know I was blind, but bitch, this is wild. Hold on. Where are my glasses? There they are. Hold on one fucking second. Let me walk over here. Oh, now you bitches want to be asleep and taking a nap. Okay, let me put these glasses on. 
And let me put on some light. Damn, it's getting dark. It is only 4.50. How is it dark already? Okay. I did legs the other day and my legs hurt. So I'm kind of moving kind of fast and I kind of played myself. Okay, now I can see. Um, okay, it says, Hi, Solomon. This is my first time writing into the show. I've listened to every single episode. The Millie one is my favorite, and so was the Vanilla Extract. I sometimes actually re-listen to the episodes. It really is like being on the phone with your best friend. Anyways, here's my issue. I remember you saying you were weren't going home for Thanksgiving and I wanted to know why if that's okay for me to ask the reason is because I don't want to go home either but because I've but because I've been a little depressed it's been a rough year for me from switching jobs a breakup and just not feeling adequate in myself so the last thing I want to do is be around family and them asking me when I'm getting married what's with the new job in a Hispanic household there's really no boundaries and I always and I always leave feeling worse about myself. But a part of me knows I need to be around people who love me, even if sometimes they get on my nerves. I'm just torn, but I have to make a decision soon. What are your ideas and what would you do? Love, Jessica. Hey, Jessica, girl. Um, Hold on. Let me just turn this. I don't know how. This new iPhone update really is sending me a little bit because... I don't know how to turn this screen off. Is it off? Oh, it is off. Ew, that's so ugly. It looks like it's on. Why is it not black? How do I just make this black? Oh my God, this is so ugly. Like the, the screen is just, it just, it shows the fucking, um, you know, when you hit the side of your iPod, uh, iPhone, it just goes black. Like it just turns off. It's not, it's still showing the time. I don't like that. That's going to give me anxiety and drive me up a motherfucking wall. Anyways, hey, Jessica. Sorry, girl. Um, First off, thank you for listening and um, re-listening to the episodes. The fact that y'all... I will never get over this. The fact that y'all love the Millie episode. I don't even know what episode that was. If somebody can remind me, that would be great. Because I'm... I kind of feel guilty that I even talked about the Millie episode because I'm like, that woman is dead, y'all. Like, damn. Um, But anyways, so I'm not going to go to Thanksgiving in California. And I called my mom and she was, she understood. She was like, I get it. She's like, we ain't really going to do too much. But my sister's coming to New York um, to for Thanksgiving here. And she was going to, I already made up my mind I wasn't going to California for Thanksgiving. So I was okay with either one, spending it myself, or traveling. And quiet as it's kept, I come back from um, Japan on the 23rd. So even if I didn't, you know, have my sister coming for Thanksgiving, I honestly could have stayed longer in Japan. I mean, I just don't have like a... I have no problems traveling alone and I have no problems like being away, especially if I'm traveling and not going to for Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? It's not, I love Thanksgiving because I'm already like, bitch, I can't wait to eat. But I think for me, the reason is I'm going to be in California so much during December that I'm just like, 
like I'm I'm looking forward to it, but a part of me is like dreading it because I'm just like I just know how I am with if I'm gonna come back from a long ass trip from Japan to come here and then just pack my bags and get back to like on and live throughout bags and be on planes and stuff. There's something to say about just being home. And I I know I feel like I am sound like a broken record because every week I get on this damn mic and all I be talking about is I just love being home, bitch. I really love being home. I get it. Um, but you know what's crazy? I get what you're com- where you're coming from. So there were a few years to where a whole, like, I really did not like going to family things. And I was kind of afraid of going because I just felt, myself, like, I just felt like a semi-disappointment. Like, you know, I I don't have, you know, a, diplo- a high school diploma. You know what I'm saying? I never went to college. I mean, I went, but I never finished. Um, You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, and then I'm working in this very inc- unconventional field to where that I don't have a 401k. I don't have retirement. I don't have, like, none of those things that, you know, people in my family have and so it's like I just fail and no one in my family made me feel bad you know like no one ever was like oh you need to do this you need like you're a loser no one has ever said that but I just internalized that myself I'm like you know what I'm I'm like a loser like I don't I you know so I just wanted to stay away from that because I I like even you said like I never I liked being around family but when you're in a setting to where, like, you're in your head so much and you're like, I'm a loser, I'm a loser, I'm a loser, you know? And then I would also be in, like, this fear of, like, please don't ask me about this. Please don't ask me about this. Please don't ask me about whatever it, it was that I was insecure about at the time. Um, Clearly, that's changed. And I'm very thankful for that. But a lot of it changed because I had to change how I felt about myself and I mean everyone's different but years ago I could never I would definitely never publicly say I don't have a high school diploma you know what I'm saying I I would I would just be too embarrassed to say that now I love saying it like I'm very like I'm almost proud of the fact that I don't have a high school diploma I love that about myself, you know, because it's it's because it's a testament of my life and it's a testament of what I've been through. I didn't have I don't have a high school diploma because I was bored and I was like, oh, I'm I'm like, I don't want to go to school. And I dropped out. No, that wasn't the case. It was a bigger issue than that. It was some wild shit that happened. So it was I didn't I don't have it by choice. It was some of the shit and maybe I'll talk about it one day on the podcast but this is not about that so but that's my story and it's a testament of how far I've come the struggles I've gone through and so I'm not afraid of saying that anymore and so I think that's helped me become very easy with being in any space and it wasn't just being around family I mean, I would be afraid to be in, like, professional settings, even around friend settings, because I just felt like a like a loser. And now I'm just like, there's nothing you can say or nothing you could even possibly make me think you would say that would make me feel bad about myself. 
there's really nothing because you but because then you take the piss you, one thing sometimes you got to take the piss out of it meaning sometimes you got to like come to terms with it yourself because once you come to terms with it yourself and once you take the joke out of something or once you insult yourself first or whatever when you ever use yourself and you internalize it nobody on the outside could ever penetrate that you know so couple things i would suggest you said what did you say um the reason is because i don't want to go home either but because i've been a little depressed it's been a rough year for me switching jobs a breakup and just feeling so those are natural real things that happen to people people lose their jobs they switch jobs um sometimes they even switch jobs and the new job that they get is not what they thought it was going to be or like you know, or maybe they, whatever the case, these are real things. And any family that loves you is going to understand that. And we're in, especially in this country, we are a capitalistic society. So it's like, that's the nature of the job force and, you know, the workforce or whatever people call it, you know, so that's not like wild you know what i'm saying some people go i remember when my mom was the first and honestly is the only person in our family who's ever had a divorce and nobody shaded my mom for it nobody looked down on her but my mom i remember her telling me how like she just felt so embarrassed for years to be around family because she was the one who's had a divorce in the family and then it's like you look back on it now i'm like girl that's not even like no tea you know what i'm saying like it's like girl boo you know and even honestly back then in the 90s it was still kind of like girl boo but it still kind of was very taboo and but i get it but the thing is those things happen to everyone everyone knows what it's like to go through a breakup everybody knows what it's like to lose their job everybody knows most people know somebody who's been divorced who's gone through some hard shit who's in abusive relationships, who's going through financial difficulties, who gambled their motherfucking money away. Like, the more I've tuned into things like that, I'm like, oh, girl, not to shade anyone, but like, you can't make me feel bad about myself. No one can make me feel bad about myself. We've all go through shit. And the joy of being around family is typically, honestly, it should be there to alleviate some of those things and, like, Again, I don't, you didn't really elaborate too much, but you didn't mention too much about like your family dynamic. And I do know some families are very much like, when you get married, when you're doing this, da 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 da. And how I, I would just be like, I'm gonna get married when I feel I'm going to, when that time happens. And I would just shut it down and answer the question and, and then move on. But that is difficult because it's like you, you kind of don't want to answer those questions. Um, so again, I don't know what your family dynamic is like. But I will say to touch on the fact that you said you're feeling a little depressed. And a lot of the depression probably definitely stems from, you know, switching jobs. Um, and the breakup. And so sometimes it's like you... You need to be around. What I've learned is whenever I am down, it's never a bad idea to be around other people. Even if it don't got to be a huge group, it don't got to be a, like, it don't, it's sometimes just being around other people helps. Um, I love being home alone. I love being 
in my house, bitch. I love traveling alone. I love it all. But there are times where I do need to tap in and be around people because my grandma used to say an idle mind is a terrible thing. Meaning like when you just sit in there sometimes with your thoughts, sometimes, especially if you're already in a not a great place, sometimes you just be like really, it can make it worse. So sometimes you need to pull yourself out, even if you just go to your family's thing. Because sometimes I would just go, even now, and I'm not like, feel no type of way about my family or nothing. Like, even now, I'll still go to my family's functions or whatever and be there for like an hour and dip out. <laughs> you know, like maybe like two hours max, but that's it. So just go for like an hour, see how you feel, eat some, get some good food. And, and then I'm sure, I mean, I don't know how, how you'll feel, but I know I, I always feel a little bit better when I'm around people. So that could possibly help. But if, you know, maybe there's another idea. I don't know if you have like a close cousin or um, someone in the family, maybe your mom or sister, brother, who I don't know, somebody in your family that you could be like, girl, I'm really going through it. So if you can just let these bitches know, like, don't be asking me about Julio, bitch. Like, just please, like, just. So then they could be like, girl, let me go tell you. Um, so Jessica's really going through it. And. You know, like, let's not bring up anything with Julio. Let's just keep it airy and light and eat this good food and keep it cute. That could be another thing. You know, you could probably mention to, like, a close family member that you, you know, confide in. Be like, hey, girl, let's not talk about Julio. Bitch, I don't even know who if his name is Julio. I was just throwing that out there. But you know what I'm saying? So I would try to go with that. But I will suggest if you can't, I'm always going to lean on being around family or friends or people who care about you. Because ultimately... Family's weird and it's different. It's it's some weird shit because we the first ones to do shit that well the, our family can hurt us in ways that is so small. Like they don't like people in like the general public can do some wild shit to us. They can say some crazy shit, do some wild shit to us, and we're like, girl, boo. Family can just do one small teeny thing and it like hurts us so deep. You know, so it's wild that like family has that ability to do that. But at the same time, like I am a firm believer that most families are fiercely protective over each other. And like ultimately they don't want to see someone they love and care about hurt. You know, I don't know. Bitch, listen, I've heard some wild shit about family lately. I've been listening to these podcasts and I'm like, girl, some of the girls is really going through it. Suing their family members and fighting their family members. And it's, I mean, it is wild, bitch. So again, I don't know your family dynamic, but I would, if, I would always lean towards going to, if you can, go to Thanksgiving, see your family, even if it's just for a couple hours and then dip out, um, because it's not going to feel great, I'm sure, for you to not go for Thanksgiving. And, you know, you already went through a breakup. So there's like a amount of loss there. Um, you're in a new job. So your previous job, that's another type of loss. And so it's like, it's not going to feel good if you're scrolling on social media and you see like a bunch of Thanksgiving posts or memes and stuff. And it's like, so I would I would suggest if you can go, even if it's for an hour, go and then 
if you can call a homegirl or like your your close cousin or somebody who you know gonna be there, be like, girl, don't just if you can't. This is what like just be honest. You know what I'm saying? Like another thing is when you are very transparent. And when you let people know how you feel in a vulnerable way, it's really hard for people to not be receptive to that, you know? And I learned that. It took me a long time to learn that because me, I've always put up this, like, I'm strong. I got this. You know, don't ask me for help. Like, this major armor. And so people just forget that you have fucking feelings. People forget that you're, like, a human, and so sometimes, you know, when I would be vulnerable, like, you know, this hurts my feelings and I don't like this. People like people tune into that real quick and they're real quick to adapt and be like, you know, a bitch. No. And they, they, they be like a little bit more OD to like watch out for you. So even if you were just honest and be like, girl, I'm not feeling good, girl. I'm really kind of depressed. I don't feel good. This is not a good year for me. It's been rough. I still haven't got over this breakup. This job is getting on my motherfucking nerves or whatever the case. When you're honest, people are like, you know what? I'm sure your family might be like, you know, let's just not go down that road, you know, because sometimes like they be joking. Like sometimes family be joking like and they don't be realizing like sometimes the jokes hurt, you know, like sometimes it's not like this little small thing. Like sometimes you taking it a little too deep, bitch, you know, so it's like I would confide in someone and let them know how you feel and come from a vulnerable place and be like this is how I feel and this is why I don't really want to go to Thanksgiving so and there'll be I'm sure somebody will be like bitch all right we got you bitch let's just fucking eat this fucking cranberry sauce bitch and make some fucking buñuelos bitch and you know like eat and be merry bitch and drink bitch you know so I feel like I feel like if you go with that approach you'll have good Um, a good experience, but please let us know. Please write in with some updates and I'm wishing you in this holiday season, because holidays are hard, girl. They are hard for a lot of us. Um, Even when people who you feel like you, they got you, you got you, they shit together, bitch. It be hard for us all. And I know it's hard for a lot more people um, who are going through things and had like a really bad year. So please keep us posted. And I just really hope that, um, you find comfort and happiness and you will this year. You will, you'll find, you'll find it and tell yourself that and believe it. And I'm sure you will. And yes. So yeah. um, Give us an update, girl. Moving right along. All right. So this week, what do I have beef with? Um, I have beef with Ina Garten. You know the Barefoot Contessa on the Food Network channel? She's really a queen. I love her down to the ground. That is my... She's an icon. She is She is the moment. I love her so much. Like, I just aspire to be her. Like, I want to be able to cook like her. I want, like, a man like hers. Like, I just... She's really just over Canova. Well, I love all her cookbooks. I have all her cookbooks. She came out with a cookbook this week, or last week, excuse me, called Go-To Dinners. And so I bought it, you know, 
And I haven't really looked at it much because I'm like, you know what? I haven't really had the time. So I'm like, you know what? This weekend, I have two things I'm going to do. I need to work on my dining room, get that organized for before Thanksgiving, before my sister gets here. And then two, um, I'll just, I need to get back to cooking. You know what I'm saying? You guys love the cooking videos. I'm going to get back to it. So I've been slowly, as you guys have noticed, I've been getting back into cooking. So boom. So I was like, let me crack open this bag. I, so I fire up Whole Foods and the Amazon thing. I'm getting ready to order my groceries for the week or the weekend or whatever. So I was like, let me look in this little um, recipe book, with the new Ina Garten book, bitch. And let me just see what, what the doll is giving this go around. Like, I can't wait. It's going to be something scrum de I'm search. I'm skipping through. The, I'm, I'm flipping through the book, flipping through the book, flipping through the book, through the pages. It's giving omelets overnight oats how to make iced coffee how to make herb butter and i said girl this is i'm I'm like this is just some filler shit like it's just like girl this is some wild shit like and then it's like asparagus and like how to make soup and things that i'm like scared i'm like i need to find a recipe that i want to eat this week and i want something good bitch then I hit the page where she says, how to make rice. And I low-key just lost it. Because I'm like, girl, what the fuck? And dead serious. Whole entire page. Short. Only two ingredients. I mean, three ingredients. Water, rice, and salt. And maybe butter. I think she put butter in it. And how to make the rice. I feel like I'm saying this and it's not even real. Like I'm I'm saying this and it's not even fucking real. Maybe the girls need to know how to make rice. Maybe the girls don't know how to make rice. Last time I've checked, every single time I buy a bag of rice, a box of rice, whatever, on that said packaging of rice, there's instructions. It's honestly the easiest, most foolproof thing to really make, in my opinion. But I'm really perplexed on why this is in the cookbook. So that's really where my beef is right now. I'm really at a loss for words. I don't know how to process this. I feel bamboozled. I feel taken advantage of. I feel like my icon has really turned her back on me. You know what I'm saying? I feel like she has kicked me while I am down. She is bullying me. She is hurting my feelings. She's basically laughing at me for spending $40 on this book and saying... Let me teach you how to make rice and omelets and ice coffee. Bitch, when I tell you the recipe for the ice co- co- vanilla ice coffee was vanilla extract, simple syrup, coffee, and ice cubes. I know you're playing in my face. And the thing is, I really, I love her down. But girl, this is crazy. And you need to go to jail. You need to be locked up. For 30 days and 30 nights to think about what you just did. Or somebody, who's the publisher? Let me see. Potter Publishing. Potter need to be locked up, which you, I mean, you definitely got to be locked up. But Potter Publishing need to be locked up too. Yep. 
And whoever took the photos of that box of rice need to be locked up too. Because somebody on set, when they were doing the photos for this cookbook, should have been like, excuse me, um, th- what is this? You slinging a new cookbook? You are a barefoot contessa. You are on the food, food, food Network. You are not some, like, YouTuber. Girl. Oh, my God. Hold on. Whoa. All right, girl. That was my food, bitch. I ordered some chicken wings. It's hard to come by a good old chicken wing these days. Y'all don't even understand. I mean, sure, you do understand. Like, coming by a, a good old chicken wing is so hard these days. I put it, put on the notes and I call them. I say, can you please make them extra crispy, bitch? If these chicken wings come out soggy. I, but you know what? I haven't really come across a soggy chicken wing in a very long time. I will be honest. I think, you know what it is? I think there was a time growing up where the girls was putting chicken wings on their menus and them chicken wings was coming out like soggy, you know, like soggy. And I think the girls have complained over the decades of we we don't we need a crisp we need a nice crisp chicken wing you know what I'm saying so it's like I haven't really come across a chicken wing that's soggy but I be letting I'm every time I order a chicken wing anything I be like I need my shit extra crispy and extra wet I need extra juice on it but I need, it needs to be extra crispy so I I'm I haven't even looked at the chicken wings yet I don't even want to look at them. Because I can't spiral. So let me get back to my beef with Ina. Girl, you need to go to jail. 30 days. I'm sentencing you to 30 days in jail. Order, order. Send her away. Guard. Put her up in the pokey. Put her up in the motherfucking pokey, bitch. And lock her up for 30 days and 30 nights. And then we can review this later on but girl I, you scamming the girls over $40 and I hate even coming on this mic talking bad about my icon my queen this hurts so bad like it really if it was some other if it was Martha Stewart I don't really fuck with Martha Stewart like that like if it was Martha Stewart I'm like girl you already a scammer you know what I'm saying like you already been to the pen bitch <laughs> you know like I wouldn't even think anything of Martha Stewart I'm like she's a scammer but I know you're not like you're not that girl. Like you're really like the, like you're the home girl. Like you're the girl who's like gonna make me feel classy, but like comfortable. Like I could eat with you and like wear jeans and like a cute little knit sweater, and we just gonna eat something cunt and like you know very French and cunt and European, but like also American and just with some good old wine, but like simple ingredient bit rice, rice. Rice, ice cubes, black coffee over no over no uh, overnight. I um, bitch, you got a fucking <clears throat> goddamn recipe about scrambled eggs. I'm, I'm I really I can't do this, y'all. I cannot do this. But this is the beef I got right now. So I and a girl, you got to go to jail. Um, and I will think about letting you out of your fucking cell next week, cause this is ridiculous. And if I was a real trifling ass bitch, I would write a review. I really would write a review, but I'm not doing that to you, girl. Because you mean too much to me. You mean too much to us and the American people. Your fans. I'll never do that to you, girl, but you got to go to jail. And on that note, moving right along. 
All right. And now on to final thoughts, bitch. I'm really on a roll with this um, episode. We are, it's an hour in. I'm, I'm doing this, girl. I'm, this is divine. I did, I covered all the things. It's, we already at an hour and something minutes. We doing good. Okay. So my final thoughts this, um, this week is learn to say no. You know, like, it is one of the hardest things I, to, for anyone to do. And I think I went through a, 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 a area, era in my life to where I, I was able to say no. And it's weird now I'm getting to this moment, this area where like, I can't, it's harder for me to say no now. And I don't know where that's coming from. I, you know, I would think like now I've gotten to an area, area in my life and this, my comfortability in myself to where I should be able to say no. And it's really hard for me not to, um, it's really hard for me to say no. And I'm kind of relearning that myself. We're kind of giving, putting more importance in saying no. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's wild because when it comes to like things regarding business or work, I'm bitch. I'd be saying no more than yes. Like I'm, I'm the king of saying no and hard no's too. like no's with no wiggle room, like a hard no move it right along. Like I'm really a move it right along type of girl. But when it comes to, like, family and friends, it has been difficult for me to say no. Um, and I need to figure that that out. I don't. I still don't know how. <laughs> um, I, but I do know that there is power in no. And I think it comes it, – because it comes with, like, this idea of, like, you're being mean or, like, how are people going to perceive me? How is this person going to perceive me? But sometimes you just have to be – in order to be, like, a good – son a good you know nephew cousin friend whatever sometimes you really do have to put yourself first even just for a little bit and let yourself be seen because sometimes when you say no you allow yourself to be seen and you put yourself first and to be seen by yourself sometimes um so i would say like Bitch, I'm not saying this week and tell everybody no, bitch. No. But I'm just saying, like, there's... If you're getting to a... Like, saying no is hard. Like, for instance, there was... There's something um, I have to do later on. And I was like, damn, like, this is going to stretch me so thin. Like, I don't know how I'm going to have the physical bandwidth to do this you know what i'm saying and it's like you know I, i'm because i work for myself i'm always viewed as like oh you know your schedule is flexible and yes it is but and then i, I i'm thinking like you know what i'm going to japan i don't have to go i'm not going to japan for work or i'm going there for pleasure you know and to have an amazing time so even that i'm like like I shouldn't complain like I shouldn't be like oh I, I'm I'm preparing for this trip I don't really have time for x y and z and it's like girl that's not even like a real thing and I kind of in my mind I'm like 
I tell myself like that's not a real th- like that's not a job requirement. It, it, there's no money on the line. Like, and I, I think I always equate. I always put work and money and things like that into this high cat priority cat category where I anything that doesn't fall into that, I'm like, it's not that important. You know, even if it's things that I want to do or things that are important to me, I'm like, well, it's not that important. Like I can put someone else before before that, you know, am I making sense? So it's like if I'm like even traveling for 18 hours to Japan, staying there for 10 to 11 days and another 18 hours traveling back, you know, it's that's kind of taxing after a while that could be a little taxing and then to just jump and do other things and like keep it swinging it's um i just learned that like i just need certain moments to kind of breathe and like recharge um because my physical and emotional bandwidth isn't built up to just keep going i can't keep going and going and going and the more you don't tell people no they forget that you are human and that you um and you forget that you're human and that you have like these limits. Um, and sometimes it's not even that deep. Sometimes it's like, you. it's okay to be like, do you want to go out tonight? Not really. You know, it, it, it ain't even got nothing to be that deep. It's like, bitch, I'd rather just stay up here and eat snacks. Or, you know, like, so, but it did dawn on me the last like two weeks i'm like bitch you are really saying yes like you need to like dial back and kind of put yourself first before you run yourself in the ground and you know because that's not good either so i'm i'm learning to get back into that but like in like a reasonable way of like saying no and being comfortable saying no so that's would be my final thought for this week is um don't be afraid to say no um it's okay. You're just putting yourself first. And, and and sometimes in order, like I said, in order to be a good friend, a good son, niece, nephew, whatever, sometimes in order for me to be good at that, I have to be good for myself first. I have to put myself first so that I could be great for you. I know this sounds like corny, but it's the truth. So that was my final thoughts. Again, you can go to sawraybeauty.com and get 10% off your whole entire order just for my podcast listeners using promo code podcast. And remember last year, hold on, bitch. Let me just do this really quick. Remember last week when I said that um, any day now, the large bottle of the collagen serum was going to be available? Bitch, it's been available for weeks just sitting in my warehouse. You got to pick and choose your own battles. In certain times, I've learned this. I've learned this. Sometimes it's not worth an argument. Sometimes it's not worth blowing up. And I'm really proud of myself. Because I just was very cool, calm, and collected. And didn't even bother me didn't even shake me i said all right girl let's work on putting this stuff up in the warehouse and getting it on the website yes it's been sitting there for almost two weeks but hey it's not that big of a deal the world is not ending we're still happy fine but needless to say the collagen serum is available the large bottle is available it is 2.7 ounces and um 
the original serum that you guys are used to buying is one ounce. So this is 2.7 ounce, which still can go on a plane, which is divine. But it is almost three times the amount. And if for a very limited time, you can get it, um, buy one, get one half off. And you can still use a 10% discount. But don't don't tell nobody outside of the podcast. Please don't. Because this is really just, like, it's really just for the podcast girls. You know what I'm saying? So don't share the podcast. Don't sh- if, if they don't listen to the podcast, it's not for them. Don't give them the 10% discount. They can still use the buy one, get one half off. But you could use the buy one, get one half off plus the 10% discount on your whole entire order. And if you live in the United States, any order over $80 is free shipping. So I'm just, I'm giving y'all the jewels and the tips and the tricks, but don't be sharing, don't share the, the podcast. I'd be watching, I'd be looking at the, who be using the codes too, bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be looking, I'd be like, oh, so many people, like X amount of people use the promo code, but don't, but don't tell nobody. If they're not listening to the podcast, they don't deserve it. And bitch, if you, if you rated and reviewed this podcast less than five stars, this, that's not a, po- that's not a promo code for you. You're not allowed to use it. And I wish I could find out and link the motherfucking emails addresses to the motherfuckers who rated my podcast less than five stars so I could even ban you from the website. Because that don't make no damn sense. Four stars. Girl, get out of here. Four stars. Mm-hmm. And don't give me... I can actually appreciate the girls who do one star. Because at least... You ain't, you know, playing the fence. You let me know how you feel. But four stars, that's real suspect. Mm-hmm. So that podcast is, not, I mean, that promo code is not for you. And on that note, oh, another thing. <laughs> the maxi single for the um, someone else comes out on Friday, Friday. And the the remixes are lit, bitch. So be sure to check that out. Um, But on that note, we are done. Take care of yourself and each other. Bye.